0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. You know where you are. I can only take a guess. Hi, this is Material Podcast, episode 144, and I am one-third of your hosting team, Andy Anatko.
1: I am the second, Florence Ion.
0: I guess
2: I complete us. I'm Russell Ivanovich.
1: You do complete us. It's very true. <laughs> you are the captain planet to our rings that we wear to Ooh. when our powers combine
2: Yeah, I'm following. I'm following. So one of you, I guess you'd be the Russian flow, and Andy would be, I don't know. There there wasn't two Russians, so we're out of luck. I'll
1: be the Russian, sure. I think that was it. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be the Swedish chick.
2: Was there a Swedish chick?
1: Yeah, I I think you're actually thinking of the Swedish chick. She was Swedish, not Russian.
2: Ah,
0: I'm yeah, she's actually European Swedish. Theory. Uh The
1: Definitely. one who has wind, she's Swedish.
0: So <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> but to be yeah, fair, I, mean, I you mean, don't. You be don't fair, have to tell Sweden me she has wind.
1: Very close to Russia, so I could see how you'd oh, make that mistake.
2: We've
0: offended a whole lot of people right now. Let's <laughs> let's move right along.
2: Choo choo. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I'm. See, I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm in the hosting chair, but I'm. I'm going to be like low impact today because uh I. I, tired. <laughs> I'm just back from Chicago and the big Apple event, their big like day long education event they had at this really cool technical high school where I got to. And it's, it's an old fashioned, old timey high school, not like a modern one that was built like after I went to high school. So all day long I was having those flashbacks of. I don't, I'm back in high school, but I've not been to any of my classes and I don't know where the rooms are when I literally don't know where any of the rooms are for these presentations of the demo area are. And I'm, and again, and I don't know who to talk to and I feel like I'm not, I don't know, know oh, any oh, friends oh. there were
1: the toilets, the little kid toilets, because I took a class at a middle school once through community <laughs>
2: college and it was, it was an
1: experience I will say.
2: You know what? I've, I've had cute. this experience too. Because I've been to, I've dropped my kids off at like um, preschools and stuff, and you just need to go to the bathroom, and it's over there. And you walk in, you're like, "Yeah, that is the most comically sized toilet I've ever seen." Like, am just meant to walk back out, or what happens here? What's the Let protocol? And then you
0: kneel.
1: Uh, so yes,
0: Apple. Yeah. Apple. So yeah. So so I, I, again, I, uh, I I flew to New York on at oh my god, o'clock in the morning. So my, my flight from Boston was at five a.m. My flight leaving f- Chicago, departed at six a.m. So I had ex- So uh, I had like a an extra hour to sleep, uh, and then unfortunately, my flight got in at like seven, and I had to do. Uh, national I had to do n p r in Boston like later that afternoon, plus I still had coverage I needed to write up, so I landed and went immediately to a table at Logan Airport next to an outlet and worked for like three hours. Got in a cab, got to the studio, <laughs> did did radio for like a half hour, then went to like the library next door and wrote for the four or five hours. Again, I, I've I've landed this morning, but I'm still I've still have not been home yet, and finally got came back home about like a, a ten minutes before we were supposed to originally air. Still not having slept very much because again I was writing most of the night. I've slept I think two and a half hours. Not much, by the way, of real meals. So I'm going to... It's great because I can now express every uh, every impulse and every thought that I would normally like censor myself and say, oh, no, don't say that. You'll sound stupid. But this is a great opportunity because I can blame the sleep deprivation and the my emotional fragileness. Uh. Oh, I'm going to save some special <laughs> questions for the end of the show just so we
2: can yeah. uh, get Andy to say some stuff on air. This is going to be fun.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I just need to fact check this for a second. Uh... By the way, she was Russian.
2: Woo-hoo. Russell was right. Real time fact check. Sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. Checked.
1: This was important, but. Her
2: name was Linda. I just wanted to put it out she there. She was voiced by cause... Kath Suchi or Seuss.
1: Yes. I'm sorry, Andy. Sorry. Sorry. But
2: before we go on, did you know that Kwame was uh, voiced by LeVar Burton? I did not yes, know that. Yes, I did
1: know that. Ah, I did it. know that. Sorry. I did know that. Back to a regular scheduled show. A couple of it.
0: Yeah, that's that's an interesting, uh, interesting cultural overlaps between like adjacent generations of kids where I was this we're talking about Power Rangers. No, no, uh, we're no Captain, about, Planet. Captain Planet. Oh, Captain Planet. See, yes. See, again, there, there are things where, I, as I was growing up, I was aware that the kids who were like four years younger than I were really into Power Rangers. I didn't really under, or Thundercats. I didn't understand why because it looked silly. I did. It looked like, and uh, so, it's also very uh, so the, the, they're all. Kind, <laughs> I, well, again, and all this, and yes, the cartoons that I was watching four or five years earlier were equally silly. Yeah, it's like it's 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 not it's not like when you like there's there's something that like your dad or your mom refers to where I have absolutely no idea what that what that is. I'm, unfortunately, you got I have this terrible stuff in my head where I know that Tom Cruise like voiced like the lead character and what the lead character looked like. I knew that it was a multi-ethnic and pan of worldwide co- rainbow coalition of kids. That was Tom on Cruise? the Captain Planet kid. <gasps> Wasn't it?
1: What is happening? Um, we'll get back to that.
0: Okay. Well, again, this, in a this, bit. this, this, we'll this is not the Captain Planet podcast. Again, sp- yes. potential sponsors <laughs> for that show, by all means, contact us uh, <laughs> at the material site, uh, relay.fm slash material. Uh, 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 but uh, the event uh, uh, Apple held on Tuesday was l- its least relevant it to like, what we're talking about. Yeah. If, see, because this is <laughs> this is the bookend to the previous big, like, Apple iPads and education mm-hmm. events that they had. Uh, a number of years ago the theme of this one was yeah we totally got that completely wrong we could not have been more wrong in our plan to convince schools to buy iPads for education because as you all know you're all buying uh, Chromebooks for everything and you're kind of just you I think you I think the only time that we're selling schools iPads is because they kind of just want to like hang it on the wall and point all the other Chromebook cameras at it so the kids can make fun of it and do really wonderful and expensive reports on how bad and ill-suited this thing is. Yeah. Uh, So it was was a more humble Apple that was talking about uh, (laughs) almost every announcement that they made during this keynote was punctuated by and this is a feature that we see that you use all, you require all the time, and you love in the Chromebook. So we decided that perhaps we should allow you to create multiple Apple IDs for your students uh, with one click. Uh, and uh, we also uh, realized that uh, get try, we, we, uh, what a hard time that we were going to have to try to convince you to buy a personal iPad for each kid. As opposed to what Google lets you do, which is to simply have multi-users attached to a device and or just grab one off a pile. And then after some keystrokes, it becomes, okay, you know what? After this big big, uh, warehouse full of unsold educational directed iPads tells us that perhaps we should have listened to you more. Instead of giving you this stupid, super complicated book creation tool that we thought – we insisted, as a matter of fact, it was going to revolutionize. Also, if you're in the uh, L.A. school district or the main school district or any of those other school districts that uh-huh. we convinced to buy hundreds of thousands of uh-huh. iPads and then you wound up suing us because we our, our platforms really couldn't deliver. You know what? Let, I'm just going to quote from the lawsuit and the judge's ruling are bad.
1: <laughs> I, I wrote about that main school, by the way, for... Mac life back in the day when print (laughs) was still around, uh, RIP, uh, that, and I remember even back then people were just saying that stuff's too expensive. Why would it? No, we have Chromebooks here. Sorry. Can't talk to you for your story.
0: Yeah, it's it was it was really really weird. So so uh, base uh, and even uh, for Apple, but they did something kind of weird. The only real frontal assault that they made on the Chromebooks mm-hmm. was to point out the uh, Apple's cultural uh, corporate uh, d- corporate mandate to maintain privacy and man- eh. mandate security. But but outside of that, they weren't they <laughs> they didn't they weren't even so confident uh, they, they, they were humbled enough to say to not even like want to do a direct comparison between their product and their solutions and the Chromebook solutions there seemed to be a an under—it seemed, There seemed to be an underlying message that said, we know that you would not respect us if we claim that we have a better solution than the one that you have all emphatically embraced, that has been around Ooh, and dominant fair, yeah. and successful for so long that not only is the hardware and the software on point, but there's an entire generation of incredibly talented, deeply trained IT professionals and developers that know how to, that you can hire to help you out with this stuff too. They seem to be saying that, uh, there's that there is going to be statistically speaking a number of schools and departments that for whom the Chromebook who have decided that the Chromebook is not the perfect thing so therefore that's why our our solutions are not uh, we'll give you all the support. Software and all the administration software that you are familiar with and you want for Chromebooks, but we're not. But we're going to leverage the things that we can do that are special that the Chromebooks can't do. So uh, some of the coolest things they were talking about is less about courseware uh, and lessons being done on the on the devices, even though of course they were showing off that they could do that, that sort of stuff, and more about. Hey, this is the this is the computer that the kids can like take to on a field trip to the zoo, and they have an assignment to like learn all they can about tigers. And then we come back to the classroom. Their iPad is full of pictures and videos that they took, and notes that they took, and drawings that they made. And then they, in groups, they will assemble like a really good like five or six, ten minute report on tigers that they can present to the entire class. That's interesting, and that's sort of, that's sort of neat. Uh, but it's. Uh, I, you could I, do that with a Chromebook. Yeah, we well you can, you can, it's it's less fun with a Chromebook. Uh, or actually Sure. I, I, actually I suppose actually I suppose it depends on the the Chromebook that you got. But it's uh it's I'm just sort of uh, it's. It, I, I wrote a like a two thousand words uh, or twenty five hundred words about it, and unfortunately, the first I, I, again, I liked the event. I thought it was a very positive thing, but the whole first part of it was that. And here are all the reasons why Apple is completely ill suited to compete in this space. And that I ended it. I ended it with. And actually, I could have saved you and I both a lot of time by simply writing it doesn't have a keyboard. Which is not a fatality for the iPad being a computer, but in school districts, if it doesn't have a computer, they, school administrators, they, they themselves don't think that the HAL 9000 from 2001 is a real computer unless you were to take a USB keyboard and plug it into HAL 9000 somewhere. Because if it doesn't have a, a keyboard, it's not a real computer and it's not something that they can buy in bulk. It's true.
1: So, how are you going to input stuff without a keyboard?
0: I mean, it's the voice act. The voice activation stuff is, but do you want like your one living co-astronaut on the on uh, on the Discovery to overhear when you're having your messages read back to you? No, that's no. why you want to have. You know, this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't give me your on-screen keyboard, please, because that is not the
2: same thing. <laughs> what okay? you do, Flo, is
0: you buy another attachment that's another forty
2: dollars, and you attach that on. Then you buy the forty-dollar pencil. This thing
1: does the magnets for it or whatever you don't need the magnets you keep
2: it in your bag and you lose it and then you buy another one from us what's the big deal like I don't understand you just pay $500 it's fine like just just roll it into your school budget we know you
1: will
2: pay $500 (laughs) there is is something really interesting about this and not so much from the education space but I don't know if either of you saw I know Flo did because she dropped it into the, the show doc but Google actually released the first uh, Chrome OS tablet
1: quietly, quietly, quietly. Yeah, that's the, that's the reason this right was done the quietly. The day, the day this, the Verge quietly. article went out the day before, I saw it pop up in my Google feed on my phone, and I was like, "Oh, this is good." Uh, so, and then I saw it. It was like the first Chrome OS tablet is here, and it is the Acer Chromebook, Acer Chromebook Tab Ten. Yeah, that's the name of it. Yeah, uh, It costs about this – oh, no. Actually, it's a little cheaper than the iPad, but it's the same size as the iPad.
0: Yeah, but it's actually a lot cheaper when you consider that you get the stylus built in. Yeah. It, it, it and it's
1: Wacom. It's Wacom-infused or right. whatever. So Whereas you the know. equivalent
0: for the $299 uh, iPad that Apple uh, updated was, again, you need to buy a $99 pencil.
1: Or the $50 Crayola one.
0: Which okay, I know is a but, thing. But that it's people not
1: were
2: talking
0: about. But, it's, but it does it's it doesn't do pressure sensitivity. It's it more doesn't. for like See? writing and arithmetic. It ain't for art unless you don't want to do pre, you don't you don't want to pressurize things in art.
1: Yeah. So, so this I, I think yeah. you
0: guys might have answered this question
2: for me. This is the question I had, because when Phil and I saw this news, we're like Wait a minute, Google makes tablets and they generally put Android in them, and that's been their strategy. They disappeared for a little while, you know, goodness knows why, I guess, because they weren't selling. And suddenly a tablet comes out with Chrome OS on it. Is this a change of tact? And then I realized yes. after this conversation we've had, is uh, yeah. this makes a lot of sense in the education market? Yes. So if you've got some people yes. that attempted to. That's what I'm
1: saying. That's what you're saying
2: is some <laughs> people that attempted to buy tablets and they're like, you know, yeah. kids are all touch based and kids love touch. Maybe this is a way to go, hey, Here's I a love device.
1: the interface of Chrome OS, and I love using it on the touchscreen, my Chromebook Flip, and I love that it's now on a tablet. Yeah. It's like meant for this whole thing. I really want to try out this stylus. I want to see if it's as good as, you know, I mean, I've never used the Apple Pencil, but I certainly like the S Pen on the Galaxy <laughs> Tab yep. S3.
0: Well, see, I, I think that we're we're just making an assumption here. It's It's possible that... Uh, the whole point of uh, particularly with Google wanting this thing to exist is that we 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 really want to savor this victory we're we're gonna we, we feel as though the only way the only thing left to do to make the humiliation of Apple complete is say, well, you know what? we'll make our own stupidly badly stupid tablet that doesn't have a keyboard that no that no school system can really buy because they it doesn't have a keyboard, and we'll still beat your ass with it. People will buy it because it's such well it's so well designed and it's so well supported. Um,
1: so isn't the reason that so many schools have Chromebooks though the fact that long long ago they were selling them at, to schools at like 125 a piece or so I mean I'm making up that price I think out of nowhere but I'm thinking I'm remembering back to when Chromebooks the pre-android app days okay uh, when they were just first coming on the market and they were as cheap as 150 bucks and so I remember I had friends who were just kind of buying them for the heck yeah. of it they were like 150 bucks sure why not I'll quiet um and oh, then no, I remember I, that's when they were being put in schools and it was kind of because they were offering them at this at this very uh, this very great price I mean really because when you know
0: I, I don't think that alone would have done it but they had to really they had to put this these things in people's hands to get them to understand that this was not a crazy idea do you remember all the scorn and ridicule that Google was going oh wow look I'm gonna buy a laptop that only runs a web browser that sounds like a great idea and so, it and yet, did,
1: it, it's my no, 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 writing but, machine. But oh,
0: yeah, no, no, I, no, I, I love, I love them too. But some, on uh, a rack of, rack of uh, notebooks over, over there, I have like the original, like black, <laughs> first Chromebook that was now, your kids of a uh, kids who were born uh, after. 2005 you're not going to understand this but there were oh they, they were so like eager to so get these things in people's hands <laughs> and get people to understand the Chromebook it was literally if you email us not as a member of the press, not as like a professor somewhere, not as a celebrity. If you email us, we will send you a free notebook. We'll we'll send you a free Chromebook, and it, it wasn't a piece of junk Chrome uh, notebook either. Now I don't, I didn't. They didn't do it for everybody, but it was like a, for a period of time. There was like a land rush that said that. Gee, I could I could use a notebook computer, but gosh, who has the time to write an email? Oh well, I guess I'll invest that time to write an email and maybe get a free notebook computer out of it. Yeah, it was. so I I don't I don't doubt that they were uh, that they were p- pushing shopping carts full of Chromebooks in front of school systems and leaving it, bringing the doorbell and r- running I'm away.
1: I just gotta leave this here. <laughs> <laughs> bag of Snickers on top because a bag of <laughs> Snickers makes everything palatable.
0: Well, then they might think it's they might think it's one of those like dog poop light and then run, run away. They don't want you don't want them like stomping on the shopping cart full of computers.
1: That's very true.
0: <laughs> as as it is as it is, it was going to be a hard sell, but yeah, but no, yes. but, I, but I, I agree. I keep I keep getting tempted to uh, a, every th- few months there's an announcement of a different kind of Chromebook that really makes me think I should buy this Chromebook des- despite the fact that I have a perfectly good working uh, MacBook Pro, despite the fact that I've got a Lenovo ThinkPad that I really really like for Windows. So, there's something like, but it's so slim and it's so fast and efficient. And every time it I've had one on loan, I've liked. Yeah, and and the idea of having like a a three hundred dollar computer that If worse came to worst, not that you would want to, like, throw it away or lose it, but to travel with a machine that, look, there is nothing on this that is nothing, no data on this that has not been backed up elsewhere. And if this falls into the wrong hands, there is no data on this. This is a a blank device. There are
1: stickers for me. I would lose some stickers I've heavily invested in, Andy, so don't put that out into the world right now. (laughs) <laughs> I just Good put point. some new stickers on my Chromebook
2: <laughs> I, I stopped doing the sticker thing I, I don't know why I've done it for like years, well, and, years and years and years that sounds
1: like you need a hug because let me tell something. you like,
2: My new laptop came and I saw the back of it I'm like it's very pretty I didn't Wait what single. kind of yeah. laptop is it? Well I'm a heretic so I don't know if I should admit this on the show but I got a Surface it's an Book Apple. 2 No it's a, oh. it's, it's a Windows machine It doesn't, doesn't well, belong to Google Does, At least it doesn't belong to Apple I guess
1: but that has a that has a high resale value. Here's the thing. I'm not going to put stickers on something that has a resale value. Like my husband wanted to put a sticker on his – he got one of those new Space Gray MacBooks and I was like, don't do it because you never know, man. These things, they keep their value for a long time. But like a Chromebook, I really don't foresee myself ever <laughs> yeah. reselling that. I'm going to keep that <laughs> until like it never turns on anymore because I am liter- yeah. I only bought it for writing. That's literally why They're, it exists in my life. They,
0: they, they are the Chrysler K car of computers. They're like, yeah, they are the perfect you know, they, 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 writing they do, they, they do the job, but you know what? If you yeah. if you if you bump into a par- at one of those cement parking lot poles, you're upset for about eight seconds, and then you move on with your life because it's a K car. It was designed to be roughed up, yeah. and it was designed to be water soluble after eight years. It's fine. <sighs> <laughs> uh,
1: before we go on to uh, our first ad, we should mention the little update that actually came out today, and we're recording this on a Wednesday. So, which is the fact that you can now pair a Google Home, any of the th- Google Homes, uh, the Google Home Mini, the Go Home Max, uh, with a Bluetooth speaker.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. So so essentially you're using this like cute $30 little blister with a blister uh, smart device as the way of of controlling the sound coming out of this bluetooth speaker that you put in the closet because it just does Bluetooth and you want it to be smart and do other things and you can also use it to like uh add that Bluetooth speaker to a Google home group of things so again maybe maybe you didn't want to spend one hundred and fifty dollars for a to extend your audio network into the the bathroom where you shower every morning but once again you probably have a pretty good speaker that you were very happy with eight years ago that you can now put on that top shelf where you have the towels and the spare rolls of toilet paper uh, and and if if it's within Bluetooth range point. of your cheap little Google Home that you got for free because over Christmas they were you you couldn't spit on the sidewalk without qualifying for a free uh, or just disc, deep discount on a Google That's Home.
2: I, I'm not even lying here, Andy. There are three in a drawer at my house, brand new, still yep. in the box. No, I, again, I have I just thrown them over the Christmas ones. Okay, and,
0: and,
1: but on. it doesn't make up for the fact that it doesn't have an auxiliary port. I'm just going to put it out there. Right. No. But, yeah. I mean that that.
0: <laughs> Actually Makes actually I, we- actually I kind of think I kind of think it does only because <laughs> if you I, if uh, again I I also have uh, I have I have echo dots around here and those are really cool cuz they do have a, they do have a, a, a you can upgrade the speakers by plugging something into it but if you had asked me at that time would you ra- rather, would you rather have that or would you just rather have, have the ability to put this put the little the little uh, uh, microphone thingy and, and voice interactive thingy where it makes the most sense and then put the Bluetooth thingy way above, off, way away from that on a shelf, like where it's not getting in the way of anything. Like I kind of like having blue, having that connection via Bluetooth. It's such a, I, I, I most of all though, I like the, uh, I love any uh, tech piece of hardware that just magically gets new features without you doing anything you you've bought it you're happy with the features you're using it every day and then suddenly the, the 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 feature fairy flitters in through an open window <laughs> fluff fluffs out his or her ball gown fl- waves the wand oh my god this is now can this is now can, can communicate with a Bluetooth speaker I was using in my dorm room eight years ago, yay.
2: Thank you, feature fairy. Yeah, and I mean, you, you do always have the the Chromecast audio. That thing still exists. That was the dongle that they were previously throwing at everyone that's got auxiliary port in it. Yeah, I know, I know yeah, they're different. Yeah. You can't really talk to it, so there's no assistant in there or whatever. But I guess you do have that that choice of two solutions.
1: Oh, I, you can cast to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So technically, you could talk to it if you had a Google Home. Anyway, <laughs> you, sorry, to You could string this together. To,
2: you can.
0: That's true.
1: You you can yes, just to let everyone out there know, you're not. It's not the end of the world if you do have one. of That these. is
0: that is a good point because the Chromecast audio costs about the same as uh, a Google Home. Yep, uh, little buy them tiny together, thingy. seventy bucks. Boom. Yeah.
1: This episode is brought to you by Linode. With Linode, you'll have access to a suite of powerful hosting options with prices starting at $5 a month. And you'll be up and running with your own virtual server in the Linode cloud in under a minute. Whether you're just getting started with your first server or deploying a complex system, Linode is the right choice for you. Linode offers the fastest hardware and network with fantastic customer support behind it all. It's never been easier to launch a Linode cloud server. Linode guarantees 99.9% uptime for server availability. Once your server is up, they keep it that way. And Linode offers additional storage too. Block storage is now out of beta and is available in their Fremont and Newark data centers. And Linode plans to expand their block storage to all data centers by June. Linode is great for tasks like hosting large databases, running a mail server, operating a VPN, running Docker containers, hosting a private Git server, and so much more. Oh, And if you're looking for a job, Linode is actually hiring right now. If this interests you, just go to linode.com backslash careers. Linode has fantastic pricing options available. Their plans start at one gigabyte of RAM for only $5 a month. And they offer high memory plans starting with 16 gigabytes of RAM. As a listener of the show, if you sign up at linode.com backslash material, you'll not only be supporting us, but you'll also get $20 towards any Linode plan. On the one gigabyte of RAM plan, that's four free months. And with a seven day money back guarantee, there's nothing to lose. So go to linode.com backslash material to learn more, sign up and take advantage of that $20 credit or use the promo code material2018 at checkout. Thank you so much to Linode for supporting the material podcast.
0: Well, so let's, let's, t- we, since we spent so much of the opening uh, opening remarks talking about how Google was totally on the top of the world and they could humiliate Apple, one of the other biggest cut companies. Let's take them down a peg uh, or X. Matter of fact, let's just let Gizmodo do it for us. Uh, they published, actually, uh, not necessarily a news article, but one of those little compilations, they noticed exactly how many people and groups and class actions are, are suing Google uh, under the article titled, Google isn't listening, so its employees are suing. Uh, and each one of these are, are stories we're kind of familiar with. Uh, I, I had to go through it. It's a very long article. I had to go through and just <laughs> compile a list of the ones that they were highlighting here. Uh, they say that there are two class action suits, uh, one, the pretty famous and kind of horrible one where about Google was uh, alleging that Google was routinely paying its female employees, not only paying them less than male employees and not only like not giving them promotions, but actually assigning them to like lower tier grunt work, despite your degree, despite your qualifications that are identical to male ones and essentially locking you into career tracks that dead end short, a short way up the ladder instead of all the way. Um, uh, con- the flip side of this was the, of course, the suit that uh, Google is discriminating against white male conservative employees. Why won't anybody ever speak for the white male conservative that was employees? A fun one. <laughs> and you know, what, amongst, and, and you know who gets the most crap of, amongst that group? The 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 cisgendered and the heterosexual ones of them. You know, those are they they are they are the wretched refuse. And if someone could stick up for cisgendered heterosexual, white, male, let's say middle and upper class conservative uh, conservatives, that's when we know we will have true justice in this country. I know, I, I see the look of disgust in your face, Russell. It's shared, it's, we will not defend that as Americans. I mean, we-
2: It's shared pain, Andy, shared pain. There's a Venn diagram. You know, some of these people game as well. Why not someone stick up for the gamers? Like we've got to have that Venn diagram yeah. of, of overlaps of discriminated <laughs>
0: people. Like it's just, it's rough. Very rough. People who just want fairness in video game journalism. So, we're why asking- would anybody not want fairness? Yeah. And if they uh, give what, us fairness, suit- we'll beat it out of you. That's just like uh, how it works. I mean, that's fair. Sorry, that, that oh, was a no. bit far. Yeah. Um- <laughs> <No>.
1: uh, yes.
0: <laughs> Moving on, uh, there's, uh, there's another suit that, a sexual harassment suit that I wasn't familiar with uh, from a female engineer who said that she discovered a male coworker hiding under her desk. <laughs> What? That's, uh, that's and not that's in a good way, write-up. by the way. That's it's not a... like she
2: she lifted up a hatch and it was in the floor. And it's like, have you been down there for like three weeks? Has anyone fed you? It was literally under her desk. That's pretty disturbing.
1: I did kind of laugh though at that little scene that you just because <laughs> that would be kind of weird to like have a latch and hello he was he was
2: like anyway? a British employee and he wandered <laughs> in there and he's like it's too embarrassing now to admit that I'm in this this hole with no air and food I'm just gonna sit here until someone notices
1: sorry I just I this is that really stupid sorry but, <laughs> yeah
2: we shouldn't be making a lot of this
0: it's, a, it's it sounds like the setup to like uh you remember you remember the British sitcom, come are you being served yeah. Yeah. When you had so you had that that the 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 man in like the 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 in the tan like work coat that would be moving the displays out. That that seems like exactly what would happen sometime during Act One of the episode, in which like they they go, oh, why is this floor so bumpy? I don't know. It's been wobbly all the time. Hello, loves. Don't mind. Don't mind me. There's a bit of a wobbly post here. I just can't get it to stick up and stay hard. Wham, wham, wham!
1: But this is not one of those instances.
0: Exactly, this was <laughs> nothing funny about it. It's, there's much, much ridiculous about it, which is like I, again, it, you uh, sometimes, sometimes you hear about, uh, you hear about misbehavior on this level. where you are kind of hoping where again there was some sort of rational reason, like I, I lost my, I, 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 I was I had my fidget spinner and it like flipped out of my hands, went across a cubicle and landed underneath her desk and she was out to lunch. So I just went under the desk to grab it, but then she came back unexpectedly and I didn't want to explain what I was doing. I it's like, what are you doing under the I would even underneath- take taking
1: oh, a nap. Like if you decided okay. you just wanted yeah. to take a nap, like
2: yeah, you know, okay, I mean, take the nap under your own damn desk. Because the thing is, like, this is actually documented. I know we're making a lot of yeah. it. But um, she, she returned from a short break and he was under her desk and he refused to say why. I mean, that's just like, what, what the hell are you, like, doing yeah, down there? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's, that's really weird. weird. And she said, like, you know, I was frightened by that comment. Like, there's, there's yeah, someone no, under your desk, exactly. like, fiddling with stuff. Like, what are they doing? Are yeah. they installing cameras or, like, other devices? Like, who knows? Like, that's not something you really expect in the workplace.
0: Oh, anyway, I, really? I hope I hope I didn't come across like I was making light of it. I, I was I was I was being literal. Like, again, I don't know what comes in t- I could possibly understand having an unwelcome thought in your head that you immediately say, "Oh my god, no way. I no, why did I think I'm not going to do that?" Like, what ha, uh, I don't understand the brain that says, mm, yeah, let's crawl underneath somebody. Uh, again, I don't want to get into it, but it's like, I don't, I, that's why I'm hoping that, oh yes, no, see there's, and then, and then they looked, oh yes, th- there was this fi- the fidget spinner like at the other corner of the desk. It was all completely, it was creepy, but it was all completely innocent. It wasn't, yeah, but I think
1: the I think the crux of this Gizmodo article, which first of all, um, was written by Kate Conger, and it is it's pretty fantastic. It's very well researched. It's um, it is very well outlined as well, so it's pretty easy to follow. And I, I think the big thing here is just the idea of culture, and we see a lot yeah. of we see a lot of this culture in our. In our actions as consumers, like I experience a lot of the Google culture when I'm using a Google product. And I think for me to continue to feel a part to feel a part of that culture, to want to consume as a part of that culture, I would like for that culture to match my ethics and my beliefs and the things that that I see fit for my life and the people that I want you know and to have anyway that fits my social opinions i guess if yeah. that's the way we want to put it as an opinion um i want to see i want to see that because that gives me more inclination first of all as a consumer i mean first of all let's be honest here if I'm a consumer, I want to have my money go towards something that I can like, you know, feel okay about spending money on because, you know, it's money for goodness sakes. Like who cares in the end, right? (laughs) Uh, But I think it also speaks to the general nature of just culture in Silicon Valley. Um, I know this is something that like we talk about and sometimes it feels like Oh yes, another like ethics case, another like sexual harassment, and I know there's been a lot of it, particularly around what's going on now in society and pop culture. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it's time to just not have this be a headline anymore.
0: Well, yeah, no, I, I don't know what I, else I, to say. <laughs> it's, I yeah, again, it's. Uh... It's, no it's 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 it's, an, it's it's a really it's a really good important article because at some point you have to ask the question: Are these, a, a, in a company of Google's size and scale, there are going to be always lots of lawsuits and lots of actions happening? But at some point, you really do have to spread them all out on the table in front of you and see if this paints a picture for you of a company that of not a pile of unrelated incidents but a pattern of behavior that is if not actually encouraged by google it's an environment in which these things can sort of are allowed to flourish uh, unchecked until they get so horrifyingly bad that uh yeah
1: and here's the other thing And, you know, listen, I don't want to get all sci-fi on all of you, but I'm going to be very real and honest here. There are people who are programming these algorithms, and I'm not saying anything about any of the people who are currently working at any company right now, but I'm going to tell you what happens when you have developers who are people who are working on algorithms, is that there are biases that go into those algorithms. And if you want to Think about a bias that goes into an algorithm. Think about self-driving cars, for instance. Like there is a bias there that would be very bad (laughs) to have. And as Google becomes more of a machine learning, it really puts the machine learning to the forefront of like, this is what our technology is based on. This is the thing that we are like this is the thing that we are known for is we are known for machine learning and our algorithms and how we tune everything to make it like just right for you in your life. Uh, I'm not going to trust the technology coming from you if I believe that the culture of the people who are developing these things is not aligned with mine.
2: Yeah, that, I mean that that makes a lot of sense, and it's not like this is something we haven't seen before. We we've seen a ton of yeah. this before, where you get. Um, you know, the first version of like a facial recognition system, or even like a soap dispenser, mm-hmm. there was a famous case about that doesn't recognize darker ha- colored hands, and it's probably the developers didn't do that intentionally. They just t- tested with a whole bunch of white people, soap came out, they're like, good enough, let's ship yep. this thing.
0: Yep, and it's it's well known that that's the, the that uh, color film is actually biased towards white skin. It's just chemically it was not composed to deal with ranges of non-white skin very very well. Right? That's uh, and so again it's, it wasn't because uh, Eastman Kodak saying oh of course we 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 really want to stick it to those non white people by intentionally making them on photographs it's like No, all the engineers are white and when they when they call for models to come into test things they're not asking for black models and brown models they're just simply saying send us a blonde and that's it and again it's, it's this bias that we're totally blind to both at the corporate level and at the individual level and i certainly include myself in that uh i that's why i'm so i try to be so careful as to say not to claim to be enlightened in any way uh in, in my thoughts because i'm very very sure that as as a kid who grew up in the super super white super super catholic suburbs of boston i am sure that i'm loaded with biases that i'm not even aware of uh, and it's 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 egotistical for a company or an individual to insist that no 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 I've I have bleached my uh, I have bleached my approach to, to my vision of the world quite uh, uh, quite nicely I know that's not infected with anything that uh, that anybody would not approve of you have to keep letting other people see how you work. Uh, because you don't smell, if you work in the monkey house, you don't smell the smell. But the, 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 the moment that someone else walks in and says, I can't believe that you let people treat other people that way. You can't let that happen. And the fact that people have been seeing that happen for twelve years, and everyone seems okay with it, including the including people who don't consider themselves to be victims of it. Again, not that you should uh, deprive someone of agency about. No, no, you should be really, really upset by that. But nonetheless, when you're talking about just like just like you're saying, Flo, of they're making products that influence how other people get to and see the world. And search engines, which right.
1: by the way are also uh they are uh they are biased <laughs> they were written yeah they were written uh with a bias I'm actually reading the book right now we will put it in the show notes because I do think it's uh it was a book that just came out about search algorithms
0: yeah that's right the, the work that uh Julie Angwin the uh, journalist is uh so prominent for Publica the work that she and her t- team are doing uh is so important they're they're attempting to, they're an ongoing multi-year project to uh, black box the algorithms that facebook and google and other companies use because obviously google it's a valuable trade secret if they told people how a search algorithm or ad placement algorithm worked everybody would be using that information to game the yeah. algorithm to get placement but nonetheless it's important for the world to know how this works and what their biases are to understand exactly how someone who knows more about them uh, these algorithms than the average person can use it to manipulate. So many things that really should be present and presented in a natural state,
1: and maybe it's a a naivety of me or or a, an optimistic viewpoint. But I sort of see like if a company like Google could set a precedent that would make that could have some positive impact. Like, why not do it?
0: Yeah,
2: because yeah. I
1: I don't have the power to do it. I not only that, lot but you money. think about it.
2: From a marketing perspective, it's a good idea. From an employee morale perspective, it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. That There's almost no downside. It's just like be the the leader on this stuff. Like, you know, don't just put out press releases and show a few graphs. Like actually take control because I think the point of this article is if all these employees are trying to correct this via lawsuits, that's kind of the worst possible outcome. Like you want to address all this stuff long before it gets to a lawsuit and, you know, people get so – uh, you know, annoyed and disenfranchised, or even like sexually harassed, and all these other things that they have to actually go and hire a lawyer and and take you to court. Like, this is the kind of stuff you have to be proactive on. And like I said, I don't, I don't really don't see any downside for Google to to be more proactive about it. Like, I can't see any. There is no. Downside.
0: It's win win win. Yeah. So sometimes sometimes I think that part of the I, I don't know what the solution is, but I wonder if part of it is to sort of destigmatize words like ignorance, uh, and privilege. Because if you call me ignorant, I uh, there was a time where it would immediately put me on the defensive. It wouldn't make yeah. me mad, but I'd say, "Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm not yeah, ignorant." Yeah, yeah. It's like I, but I'm now. Now that I, I think that I have a better, I'm, I'm older. I've had more experience, and I think I, 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 I am more humbled by knowledge of everything that uh, my perception of the world and how limited it is because of the experiences that I've had. Uh, that yes, no, I am ignorant. Please teach me, uh, help, help me to be less ignorant, not, not save me, but you know, by the, the light, only light can uh, dispel darkness and only a stupid person wants to fumble around in the dark. So if we can just, if it, the, the a, a really, it's, I just think that's a really strong and, uh, and useful and helpful statement for someone to make to simply say that for someone for a senior executive at Google to say we don't have the ability to really know what the problems of our company are we can go in with the best of intentions but we always have to acknowledge that we are never going to understand this problem which means that we always have to be listening and we always have to be when someone says something that uh, about our culture that doesn't make that we're not experiencing and we don't understand. We should not be defensive and we should not interrupt and say, well, that's not well, that has been my experience. It's important to stop and listen, because once again, you're, there, you're you're revealing, you're revealing areas of your own ignorance and someone is helping you to be less dumb. And that's that's the most the most grateful I can be to any person is to somebody who has the generosity and the patience to try to make me less dumb without making me feel dumber.
1: On that note, shall we <laughs> shall we jump into our next ad? let's do it yes. <laughs> This episode of the Material Podcast is brought to you by Pingdom. Pingdom is the company that offers uptime monitoring and web performance management. You're more familiar with Pingdom than you might think, because Pingdom is helping you keep your favorite sites online. Evernote, BuzzFeed, Netflix, Immigr. If you've used any of those sites recently and not run into any trouble, you may have Pingdom to thank for that. Websites are pretty sophisticated now and have so many different moving parts. You've got contact forms, e-commerce checkouts, logins, search functionality, and loads more. Pingdom lets you check the availability of all these functions. Pingdom isn't just about getting a message when your entire site goes down. They care about the important interactions people have on your site too and they'll let you know if they are not working. It's so easy to get started. All Pingdom needs is the URL that you want to monitor, and then they take care of the rest. Go to pingdom.com backslash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. Then when you sign up, use the code MATERIAL, that's the name of our podcast, MATERIAL, at checkout to get a massive 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom for their continued support of the Material Podcast and Relay FM.
2: So, just to to wrap things up on the the other side of the show, we do have a few other small but very interesting uh, news stories. One that really interests me, obviously, um, I'm I'm our uh, token developer that we have on the show. That's 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 my role here. And um, you are
1: actually where are we? I just, Well, I just you want to establish previous. that you are <laughs> and by token uh, Australia. I'm token a lot of things. By the way, I heard your internet is bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <Chloe.
0: laughs> sorry. How many hours do you have? This is not, okay. I think all okay, the Australians sorry. are listening I, I, just uh, suddenly do, you, fell do, over. Okay, do you mean bad as in naughty or <laughs> do you mean like low bandwidth? Like bad. I but heard I'm, it's slow. Part, I parts heard of it's American actually slow
2: down really bad. Under. Oh, Floyd, I mean, we, did, we did not have enough time in the show to get to cover this Okay, topic. okay, okay, sorry. I just wanted
1: to know if it was true or not. It's true. I'm going to summarize it for, the the summarize it for you in 30 week.
2: seconds. Imagine if your internet's terrible, like so terrible you can't stream anything basically and the world cuts you off from a lot of stuff. They're like, this content's not available in your region. Then a government comes along and they're like, hey fibre to the home for everybody and you're like, oh, my goodness, can we actually do that? Is that possible? And then another another government comes along and they're like, oh, funny joke, like forget about that and suddenly <laughs> your entire network is a mishmash of like copper and fibre and HFC and satellite and it's – it's
0: a mess, Flo. Let's let's not go there on this mm. show. Please.
1: Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> yes, we'll, well you have support let's, let's, let's list down there. Let's turn
0: this a positive uh, material <laughs> listeners. If you have any unwanted internet in good condition, non-perishable, <laughs> like non-bulging cans, put it in a box. Put it in a box. Send it over to Russell. Uh, We'll have the address in the show notes.
1: It is going to have to go through customs, to be fair.
2: Yeah. You saw what happened to Johnny Depp's dogs. It's going to happen to your internet. But once it (laughs) clears custom after three months and you've made a formal apology to the people of our nation, then I can get the fast internet in my house. I'd really appreciate it if your listeners could do that for me.
1: That was a great reference. Um, (laughs) Wear OS, developer yes. Yes. Who has it out there? I don't have it. I haven't turned on an Android watch in months. I'm sorry. I don't need it.
2: I plan to after the show actually boot some of this up. So the most interesting thing about this is we went through this um last week and the week before. We're like, this is a rebranding, absolutely nothing's changed. Um right. you know, big, big whoop, well done. You change the logo and it's a nice looking logo. But this week, and I think literally today or yesterday, Google was like, here's developer preview one. And this is based on Android P. So we know all about Android mm-hmm. whatever the heck P is going to be called. Um and it has a whole bunch of stuff in there. Some of the most interesting things I think from a both a developer and a user perspective is um Number one, limiting background activity. So apparently um, you used to be able to run, uh, you know, if you had a Wear app, it could just run in the background and destroy your watch's battery life like to its heart content. Uh, Google's like, nope, can't do that anymore. Unless your watch is on the charger, there'll be no background um, activities. Obviously, unless you're a watch face or a complication. Like if you're just an app, uh, no background activity for you, which seems like a good thing unless you've got some app that does something really fancy and that's going to kill it. Um, They're doing a whole bunch of stuff where it's going to detect when Mm. it's off your wrist. It's going to turn off the radios because if you're not wearing the watch, then you probably don't need uh, notifications and all sorts of other things. That seems like a good thing for people that just leave the watch somewhere for six hours or they go to bed without a charger. Maybe you're in a hotel and you're like, damn it, I forgot my charger. (laughs) Hopefully, you should be able to put it on the nightstand. When you wake up the next morning, it's still got like plenty of charge ready to go.
0: Um, Very similar things like, okay, if the Bluetooth disconnected. uh, If it loses its Bluetooth connection to the phone, it will assume that, okay, well, now it's kind of just a dumb watch, so let's just turn off Wi-Fi. And I, I presume that if that annoys the user, the user can then manually turn it back on. But let's let's be proactive about this sort of stuff. Uh, let's make it's a watch
1: I want to wear. That's yeah, what I would appreciate, yeah. honestly. I mean, the <laughs> LG Watch Style was okay. It was fine. It's just uh, the thing didn't last enough.
2: Also, it, for a watch called the Style, wore- it wasn't very stylish, was it?
1: I, I wore it – hey, I thought actually just for me the rose gold was great. I think it looked great. Uh, I really liked it. But I just – it didn't last for me an entire day. I wore it to Google I.O. It was wow. dead by 2 p.m. How does that help me?
0: I need <laughs> you to just watch my all day. Yeah, like I don't stop needing the
1: time after 2 p.m. I don't stop needing things after 2 p.m., you know? I, I need to keep going. I need my steps to be counted. So mm-hmm. I gave up and I went hybrid. Yeah.
0: I think I, I think we can agree that the goal of extending of uh, making changes to wear OS so that uh, we get better better battery life is a really positive thing but were you like me, just surprised. Like, wait a minute. All this is like really rational, logical stuff that you could have been doing since like week one of the release of the Moto 360 when people are saying, hey, how come this thing dies after eight hours? Yeah. Why, why are we waiting three years to say, you know? you know what? What if we found reasons to turn off one of the most powerful and power hungry radios of this entire thing when it's not doing anything? I Again, it's like... It's, yeah. it's, it's like you're, it's like you're, trying, you're, go, you're, you're, you're scraping copper off of your pipes to try to make a little bit of money, ignoring the fact that, yeah, but you know what? Maybe that Van Gogh on the wall there maybe could raise a few dollars by just selling that. Not the Van Gogh, but
2: this this surprised me as a developer as well because I remember when I first installed the Android Wear SDK, the most surprising thing about it was that it was basically the Android SDK. Like anything you could do on Android, you could do on a watch. And from someone that's come from developing for Apple Watch as well, where you can do almost nothing, it's like these are the five (laughs) things you can do. And even if you do these five things, these are the 25 restrictions around doing them. It was really weird that you could do all that stuff, including running your app in the background and somehow hope to maintain some level of battery life. It didn't really make a lot of sense to me then because some of these watches had pretty chunky batteries in them they're not like flo yeah. pointed out they're not some of these are not small like with the exception of the oh LG stuff. the yes. ones Massive. that they
1: make with the actual cellular antennas oh, in them God. i'm like <laughs> yeah. none of those are for me like i'm not gonna wear this hunky watch on my tiny little wrist i mean
0: come it's on. like you're it's like you're the court has sentence you to like supervised home release and this is yeah. like the tracking bracelet it's so it's so big and so chunky and i i i honestly think that one of the most effective enhancements you could make to the apple watch or, or the uh, and or the wear os watch is just a really simple direct button access to put it into change change the air airplane mode to like radio silence or battery extend mode because as soon as I uh, I've, I started wearing the Apple Watch again, I admit it because I bought a I bought a watch band at the Apple Store that I really liked, and just I was wearing it as a so I, I was I can't kind of like, yeah, I know I <laughs> prioritize
1: fashion over
0: oh, and you had a hey, waist uh, <laughs> <great laughs> I, I I the only place that I can have flair is on my left wrist. Everything else is pretty much a shambles. But that one part of the Endianaco district is can use some dressing up. <laughs> All right, fair uh, enough. But yeah, but so, but of course it doesn't work well with Android. So I thought, oh, that's, well, let's use this, I'll wear it as a cool watch and just as mm-hmm. a fitness watch. And as soon as I, oh, but you know, since I'm not connecting to uh, through a phone, I may as well just like leave it in airplane mode and that's when it started lasting like two days minimum and usually like three days on battery
1: what is that like what is it was it amazing
0: (laughs) it's like it's like like own every watch that i owned when i was a child it was like all you had all it required you to do was like put it on at the start of the day and when you take it off at the end of the day you could put it anywhere and we still keep the time in the morning careful with those radical thoughts
1: it's amazing that's
0: crazy (laughs) if i could do that with the with the wear OS if there was like if there was a complication that all it did was simply turn off all the radios and, and i could simply when i needed to when i need to get some information or use the assistant i can just simply tap like this on screen complication wait a second for like the little little L, the little led looking uh, uh dingbat to turn from like red to green and then okay no <laughs> honey Wake up! I need to ask you to find out a football score of a game that happened in 1956 of someone that was just announced on Turner Classic Movies. You awake? <laughs> Hi. Okay. Well, it's the, it was named Knut Rockney. He looked a lot like uh, like uh, like Ronald Reagan. But yeah, I mean, it's like most of the time, all I want all I all I want a smartwatch to do is tell give me the time of day whenever I want it, any time during the day, and have power.
1: And count my steps. <laughs> and okay. be small.
0: I, I, I appreciate get, the steps. Give, step give me credit for giant steps. Giant man's yes. wrists.
2: I still want smaller watches, damn it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I like
1: I, a small watch on a, you know, on a manly wrist. On a manly like,
2: wrist Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Mike's wrists look I'm not into the big thicker. watches.
1: I'm <laughs> not into the big watches on the wrist. Although I will say, it's funny I say this because back in back in my my teenage days i was all about those giant watches with those <laughs> they had these lcd screens that were black and white they came with, like pikachu varieties uh, they were called like watches big anyway lots of nostalgia oh i had
0: i had you know like the things we do because again we we, we like a certain style or yep. we're attached to a certain like licensed property my favorite watch for many years was uh if you can imagine something that's like built uh, a, a watch that's built al- along the lines of a pocket watch where you know the face is covered by like a spring loaded like flip up little top but imagine that the watch is shaped like the millennium falcon and it's on your wrist and so you have to press a little spring loaded button to make like the dome of the millennium falcon a beautifully detailed model to, like pop up to reveal you know a watch face and even every time i was running through an airport cuz i don't know if i, I don't know if i'm going to make the flight or not holding like my laptop bag in one hand and a roller in the other one and i had to like actually like bring my my watch up to my and bang it against my my chin because i didn't have a free hand to activate that button to reveal the watch face that was not enough to get me to stop watch, wearing that watch i wore that watch until the cheap pot metal casting of it just broke away from the band and cannot be repaired.
1: Wow, remember when backlights were a new thing? Man. Oh, Can you believe how much technology has changed
0: yeah, mm-hmm. in mean,
1: just like 20 years? Anyway.
2: Actually, I have a super quick question for you two. So you're both journalists. Yes. It is well known as written. I don't know if either of you are a token journalists because we have two of you. That's that's kind of awkward. But you, you've got your uh, ears close to the, uh, you know, the metaphorical ground. Um, have you heard anything about a any new uh, Wear OS hardware coming out? I'm talking about like new watches from manufacturers because I've I've heard of Zip. Me neither. No. Is that concerning, or do we just think they're going to launch some at some
0: point?
1: Maybe there's some fashion watches that I am just not aware of. I'm not really not really on that press list anymore.
0: Yeah. The, the the last thing I heard about uh about development of new watches is that there's a big holdup. Uh, companies like Qualcomm that provide the system, the AC. Oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah, forgot that they, about they, that. They weren't, they weren't updating, like, the, the the one piece of Lego you need to buy to snap in the center of the watch that you're doing. So I I hope that's not it because it's like, that's – dudes, you can still make a really cool watch even if it doesn't – even if you can't be so modern that you can also be a really crappy GPS-based watch that has a GSM radio in it that you don't use because it's like having a can of bumblebee tuna on your wrist <laughs> As you jog. <laughs>
1: so my husband's favorite wearable is the Huawei Fit. He loves it. It is just a simple black and white smartwatch. It reads your notifications.
2: Oh, interesting. It
1: does yeah, it does all sorts of notifications like twitter notifications and like instagram notifications anytime you get a text message or a google hangout it does um fitness tracking and it's really thin i was gonna and say as the, lasts thin for the eight pictures days. make
2: it look because it looks very thin
1: it's very thin and he loves it he wears it every single day he wears it to bed and he charges it once every week and a half
2: all right can you ask your husband when he's putting the fast internet in the box can he throw one of these in as well please
1: Sure. <laughs> sure. Every sure. Australian they don't have these in now, Australia. So. I would assume that they would because Huawei. I mean, it's a like, Huawei is much more popular outside of the United States.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're not having a good time, especially right it, now. I mean yeah this this it being it being a little bit antagonistic for Huawei at some point, but Best Buy <laughs> simply said, Yeah, you know how like pundits keep saying that Huawei is making these amazingly fantastically well built phones and selling them at a really good price yeah we're we're worried that they're actually spying on us so let's you know that might
1: them. be a bonus episode for us to talk about uh, some of the the other companies kind of making a play with this Android space cuz I have to say it's been I mean we don't need to get into this tangent now but there's plenty mm-hmm. to say about it
0: Yeah no- Again there's Noodle a...
1: on that one gentlemen
0: We we'll, we we will leave that as an exercise <laughs> Or we can
1: make that a chapter in our 6 hour <laughs>
0: Yeah, <exactly. laughs> Marathon. Well, there's Plenty of room. No no problem at no. It could, it could be like a dance no no, no now that the jerry lewis telethon Charity. for me, for many reasons can't happen anymore like we we, we can we'll like hmm? oh well yes i i still don't think he's resting i still think okay. he's being annoyed by something and saying something that is dramatically Fair. unpopular he's probably he's still berating a stagehand from the 86 telethon from beyond the grave for not for not having the, the, his his follow spot on on the queue uh but uh, to be us see though, the the best the best i think we'll we'll do like a, a, a those the the telethon would go for what 36 – 24 hours so we'll do twenty four hours, but the actual episode will be the fun part of like jerry lewis's yes. <laughs> fall into sleep deprivation and perkadan. Like the six, six hours when he's not even pretending that he's this wonderful benevolent spirit. He will actually call like a, a sweet little old lady who brought him coffee, a Nazi, <laughs> because something about her reminded her of Ava Braun, and now she's crying because this wonderful <laughs> Jerry Lewis he, that she idolized. I feel idolized. like I
1: would be the first to go, though. I'd be the first one to crack. I would just start uncontrollably crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just That's where I'd be. Well, it,
0: it'd be worth it even if all we did was like Tie on proper, actual like bow ties, and then it's just that dramatic moment where, like, you t- you you haven't been watching for a couple hours. But you tune in, and Jerry Lewis has the bow tie untied. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> the reference, you know. Okay, stuff just <laughs> got real. Jerry undid the tie. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> He's gonna one. start. Yeah, so. Oh, All right, real-time well, research that I've
2: done. This does not appear to be available in Australia. You can buy them on eBay and secondhand and stuff, but they don't sell them here. don't really understand why. Um, there is, I think, oh, Andy dropped that into the show. notes. So there you go. There is a whole bunch of um, new stuff from Fitbit as well. I've heard a few of my Android-loving friends um, kind of, echo the same sentiment that I think some of us hear that I don't really need the apps. I don't really need the the Wear OS or whatever. Could I just go back to something simpler like a Fitbit or a Huawei or whatever that still shows my notifications, will still tell me when I've got incoming calls. But apart from that, just tracks fitness stuff and is a bit thinner and lighter and lasts longer and why the heck not?
0: And and still has a little a little bit more visual flair than some a simple like black on white LCD display that gives you numbers it will still give you a certain uh, helped along by the fact that Apple watches despite their wonderful design ethic of the actual watch itself and the company that makes it it's like guess what we're gonna have a sans-serif face Whoa! Mm-hmm. And, just wow. serif. We're gonna have Mickey. Yes, and Minnie. and that's and that's about and that's about as much flair. So so that, that sort of that sort of style you can actually get on a watch that is 200 bucks and made by Fitbit and is compatible with anything you want to pair it with. Sans
1: and i <laughs> Still killing me. We take the serifs
0: <laughs> and then we take them off. They are gone. Was it the songs or is it the fact that I, I used it in context? Serif. Ah, uh, the
2: Fitbit Ionic is the one I'm thinking of. That's that's one, the one a whole bunch of people are gone. Karezia over people also. Didn't, yeah, I thought
1: I, people didn't like oh. that one. Oh, Wait.
2: I don't know. Or is, am I'm I wrong? To tune with the kids.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm not in tune with them either. Like you think I would be, since I'm technically a millennial, but I'm not in tune with them Holy whatsoever. Holy cow,
2: 449 Australian dollars. Maybe
0: that's why people are not yeah. so crazy about it. That is quite the pricey yeah, watch, Like Or you, or you could have just a simple Fitbit end a, a weekend on the beach <laughs> or just
1: don't track anything in life and it's okay if you eat that slice of cake and you maybe don't get twenty thousand steps every single day of your life i don't well, know i'm just saying
0: you know that that was that's my solution to it <laughs> that if i just stay in bed immobile there's really nothing to i i know how many steps you have i have no took. calories i, I step. i took zero steps <laughs> Sorry,
1: That's terrible. i don't, don't, I don't do need that, no please. watch
0: to tell me that <laughs> Please oh, get wait, up oh, and wait. move
1: every day. At least stretch in the morning. There, there,
0: there was that time I did get out of bed to get another Pepsi and another slice of cake. But I could probably just like count the steps. Was that, that a couple of weeks be- ago
1: when you had the cake for the, <laughs> for the show and...
0: You know, this that see, that was a super, I'll, let me tell you why that was a super bad move. It's, it almost it always has been a super bad move because after like two days in the fridge, no matter how bad, how well you cover it up, it starts to dry out. And they say, well, I'm going to have to eat this entire half a cake the next day. That's all. That's just all there is to it. But to, to just money. to make, just to make sure that I would not like eat a whole cafe, a, a whole cake by myself in like two and a half days, I had a second slice later in that night and then I. Cut it cut it. Cut up the remainder of the cake into slices. Put them into uh, plastic bags, vacuum seal them, and put them all in the freezer. Figuring that that well, it's going to be so difficult to every time if I want a piece of cake for dessert, I'm going to take it out. I'm going to defrost it. I'm going to have to. And by the time I'll, I, they'll all they'll be there until like uh, until I move out of here in 20 years' time. You know what? If it's a, if it's a good cake like the cake that I bought it's still quite even after like 3 weeks the last slice was actually quite soft and there, even the frosting wasn't hard so yeah you could just you know leave it on the counter for a half hour and get it back to room temperature but even the frosting was not stuck to like the plastic and so now again that horrible little voice that makes me want to do things that the other voices in my head insist are no good for me thing what if like once a month Andy, we were to very, buy a cake you're very
1: tired tonight yeah, you should no. go eat some of that cake <laughs> uh,
0: it's there there is none more cake for which for me to eat but it's like but it's like but it's like i I, it's i'm trying to i've 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 made a a, a present a powerpoint presentation entitled why we should buy one cake a month cut them into slices and once or twice a week be able to have a really good piece of cake you only live
1: one life you know i'm just saying and if you you live live
0: that way you won't have it for very long so you won't have to you won't you won't have to buy that many cakes so it'll you may as well buy the premium cakes but yes uh, okay. After we after we made such a big deal, about, you know what? Let's have a short. Let's not go for a whole hour. Let's just do a forty minute show. But yes, our 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 the amount of fun that we have together is like a gas released into a room. It expands to fill whatever container it is in.
1: And no bugs were killed in the making of this podcast.
2: And none of us smoked, so gladly, oh. sadly, gladly, no one lit a match. So that's good.
0: Did we agree to not kill bugs? We should have. done Oh that no,
1: before. you said a bomb. Ba- I was thinking a oh. bug bomb. Oh, that's where my brain went. Clearly,
0: we should. That's we where should I'm at. <laughs> I, my my I am. I am so underslept that I am actually infecting other people over Skype with sleepiness. So I should probably. Yes, I should probably. <laughs> I should probably take the keys out of the. I should cut the engine of the show. Take the keys out of the ignition like throw them into the street so that if I take a nap in the car, the cops won't be able to say. anyway. Anyway. So let us, let us X ex, uh, exfoliate us ourselves exfoliate. from the show. Uh, Flo, you got anything coming up in the next uh, week or so that you like people to know about?
1: Yes. So I actually wrote a story for Engadget last week about yeah. uh smart sound in the Google home max. And you should go read that. Uh, it's an ex. Exploration into whether or not Smart Sound is, uh, well, it's smart, but you
0: know, <laughs> how smart it, is your Smart Sound?
1: How smart is your Smart Sound?
0: Smart, smart the way that my mom used to say, you know, you don't be smart, you got a mouth.
1: To be fair, it is very smart. I will say, Google put Good. a lot of work into uh, into this. Anyway, go read it. it's dot
0: Looks lovely, <laughs> Russell. You got anything coming up that you want to take the big swing at? Wow. I, I can't compete with Engadget.com. I just say
2: go to twitter.com slash Rusty where this week I'm uh, arguing with developers about uh, where your braces go. Do they go on the same line? Do they go on the next line? Can they go over <laughs> two lines? Who knows? There'll be an exciting conclusion to this uh, next week, no doubt. Uh, twitter.com slash Rusty Shelf is the place to get that.
0: Lovely. And uh, I no longer work for the Chicago Sun Pimes. I've decided to that uh, I was holding them back. Uh, that if there was anything that the SunTimes was not achieving in their lives, it was because I was existing as that safety net that would catch them every time they fall. If I wanted the SunTimes to grow up and become the responsible, self-confident adults that I knew that they could be, I just needed to remove myself from the situation. So they knew they could learn, despite their fears, how capable and self-reliant they really are. Anyway, so if uh, but I will still, of course, be writing stuff. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, my coverage of the Apple event is going to be in Fast Company probably tomorrow, depending on when they get it out of editing. Uh, I also have uh, plans in the works for, in addition to any other stuff that I'm going to be doing, uh, places where you can see um, the stuff that I would have written for the Sun Times, the lighter stuff uh, is still that that those taps are still going to be on, and hopefully there's going to be a way that if you want to send me money for it, you can. You're certainly welcome to do it. Uh, I'm I'm per- I'm perfectly stocked for again non-perishable uh, canned good items because I was also I was already on Mac break last week asking for those, so I got I got uh, so many cans of beans and cream corn. I'm covered uh but uh like i said I'll, I'll make sure I'll, I'll let everybody know about that when I have actual news to report when I've actually made the moves that uh, I'm researching and planning over the next week or two. Hey, it's uh, the year
1: of moves Andy. it's the year of moves,
0: oh God, tell me about it. It's like I, my my i've I've moved the last of my stuff into this new place uh now it's all now it's all here. My reward and my motivation for unpacking all these boxes is that when I'm done. I can make a kick-ass fort with these bo- empty cardboard boxes I'm going to have. <laughs> it's going to be so awesome. And then if I have like two two of my friends over, we can make it into a spaceship. Yeah, and a, a kick-ass 100% recyclable fort slash spaceship. So take that, Greenies. Well, we're going to take and it in like the backyard and like chuck firecrackers at it. So it's probably going to burn down rather yeah, than okay. – She <laughs> we'll probably said that on air. Let's, let's keep moving. <laughs> Anyway, this has been material episode 144 a square. What is, do we do we get cake for having a a a a a episode number that has a clean square root an integer square root well maybe the next time we will do that uh, and if you uh if if you uh, want to get in touch with us let' us know your reactions to today's show let us know let me know exactly how i came across again on about 90 minutes of sleep over three days and two time zones uh, email us uh, just and uh, you can also go to relay.fm slash material not only to give us your questions comments observations but also again give us money uh, we have we do have memberships so we occasionally do a special episode that is only available to members, as our special thank you to them. And once again, if you go to relay.fm/material, you can find out what that is all about. But right now, what it's all about is saying goodbye. Everybody, have a great week. Thanks for listening to this show. Hope we listen again next week. Until then, enjoy your lives which hopefully we're going to do anyway, but hopefully this is underscoring the rightness of your original impulse to have a good life as opposed to make yourself miserable. I don't want you to be miserable. I think I speak for Russell Enflo when I say we all want, don't want, you want to see miserable. You Anyway, goodbye. I'm going to bed now. <laughs> I need some more polish for my halo that that I'm putting on my head that I want everybody to point out.